<laughs> I'm gonna get kicked off the show. <laughs> this is Gotta Go Cast, a video game review show for the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Each episode will review one Sonic title as nominated by you, and we'll rank that title on our master list of the greatest Sonic the Hedgehog games of all time, as ranked by Gotta Go Cast. You can check out the current ranking at sonicranking.com. Oh, and we also rank each game on our scale of chili dogs, one being the worst, ten being the best. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined along with Peter Graphic. Hello. Peter Graphic has appeared uh, as a writer in ROM, uh, an artist in ROM, uh, which is Read Only Magazine, readonlymagazine.com. And if you go on over to his Instagram, you'll check out uh, what toys he's collecting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to like veer off of the, you know, the games because I'm running out of stuff, and uh, sure. So I, I actually got some. T- I don't think that's necessarily true. I think if I, I saw your collection, I would see that there's plenty of things you haven't posted. Well, thank yet. you. But um, I posted some action figures from the dollar store and some saucy picks. Oh, you better check them out. Where can everybody find these saucy picks <laughs> of dollar store action figures? Uh, I am on Instagram at Peter underscore Graphic. Great. Be sure to check them out. And as always, check our show notes for all these great links. And we're also joined with, of course, because it's got to go cast, we got to have Nico Bun. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Nipples the Enchilada. I can break through stone <laughs> with my rock hard fist nipples. What? <laughs> I don't, is this, uh, I is this in the Penders universe? <laughs> I might explain that later. All right. I hope you do. Well, in the meantime, can you please hit us with some of those links? On YouTube and or Twitch, usually Twitch, YouTube is where the archives go. You can find me at those URLs slash N-E-K-O-B-U-N. And on Instagram or Twitter, you can find me at N-E-K-0-B-U-N. Because someone took that on each of those with the regular O. Follow both these guys. Please. Do it for for yourself. Uh, hey, I gotta ask both these guys who are on the uh, line with me. What happens when you inject Sonic with that 100 mega shock? Sonic on the Neo Geo? Yeah, because that's pretty much what this game is. It's Sonic Mania. Released in 2017 for, uh, well, at this point, it's, I think it's on just about everything. It's on the Switch, it's on PlayStation 4, it's on Steam, it's on Xbox One. I got it on the Epic Game Launcher, which I don't know if it's the best way to play, and we'll get into that. Now, it was developed by Christian Whitehead, Pagoda West Games, Headcanon, and it was published by Sega. And it is a Sonic game! It's a 2D platforming Sonic game in 2017! It's gotta be good, right? It became Sonic's and Sega's highest grossing Sonic game in 15 years. It's considered yeah. to be a return to the form for the blue blur. Um, <laughs> to be fair, that was a very low bar, <laughs> yeah, considering what had come out in the last seriously. 15 years. I know. I was like, I was like sad about that. Mm. And uh, it had a really nice special edition with a Sonic statue on a 
like mm-hmm. a Sega Genesis uh, that came with like a box art that looked like a Genesis like color and a, a little cartridge that said Sonic Mania with like a ring in it. And uh, I regret not buying it to this day. Same. Well, you can still get them on Walmart.com. Yeah, for, yeah. Too much. I don't know if they're second party uh, sellers or directly from Walmart because they are at three different prices. Like Xbone, it goes for a Hundo. PS4, it's a buck oh five, and Switch is uh, one fifty. So, but they they like they all do seem to be legit. Off, uh, so they do have some laying in. Someone has them laying in stock somewhere. Well, in 2015, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by military court for a crime they didn't... I mean, <laughs> a crack Sonic fan game unit was assembled by Sonic Team to make a new 2D Sonic game without doing a remake. Uh, this team probably delivered a prototype to Takashi Izuka, who felt they needed a little of that Sonic Generations flavor, but better by adding, remakes of, by adding some remixes of classic stages into the uh, fresh ones they'd already presented. Christian Whitehead is usually the name that comes up in association with this one, and for a decent reason, uh, since he was the lead dev, but also um, the Pagoda West guys, Jerry Cosell and Tom Fry, were also picked for similar experience in Sonic fan game work before this. Okay. Uh, they were working on an HD Sonic 2 remake that I remember mm. I was following, and then had no idea. Well, I knew it had kind of stopped doing updates. I remember that too. But I had, yeah, I hadn't heard if it got a C or D, a, a cease and desist or anything. But uh, apparently, it's because they were working on this. I, I did yeah. not realize that until like today. <laughs> if you're not familiar with this story when it happened, uh, and you know, I guess there are some people out there who don't know, but. This was a fan game that got so much attention that Sega reached out to them and said, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's finish this game up and we'll publish it, which is buck fucking wild because Sega's real cool about fan projects. But for a company like Sega to bring a fan project on is the complete antithesis of anything Nintendo has ever considered with a fan project. You can't post, like, a Flash video of Mario, <laughs> like, as a tribute without getting a cease and desist. Yeah, well, it was sort of uh, already in existence. Like, the concept of continuing from Sonic 3 and Knuckles had been floating around, uh, kind of associated with Whitehead. Uh, mm-hmm. He'd uh, made... Uh, an, a new engine for his own fan game years before this re, uh, called Retro Sonic uh, yeah. because he was trying to do a multimedia fusion that wasn't flying and he's just like, screw this. Uh, I think it, he ended up doing it in Visual Basic. He tried C++, but that wasn't doing it for him either. Uh, a couple other fan games around the same time. Uh, I think it was Sonic Nexus and Sonic XG both picked up on the engine and they were actually going to merge their games all into one. Mm-hmm. But that kind of fell apart because, in part, because Whitehead got busy. I think XG actually spun back off and started going back to work on its own thing. Whitehead eventually proposes a Sonic CD rebuild slash port mm. uh, because that game was always a pain in the ass to port. If you've ever played uh, the, like the the old PC version or the version on the GameCube via the Mega Collection or Gems Collection, I forget which one it's on. Whatever collection but, that is, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of the visual water effects are weird because 
just emulating the weird... The dithering was incorrect or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he basically re- rebuilt his way around it and uh, submitted it, or somehow Sega got their hands on it. Some pe- There was a rumor going around that said they were about to issue him a cease and desist, but yeah, he's claimed that's not true, so yeah. I'm going to believe him. Uh, but yeah, they were like, hey, yeah, let's put this on mobile. Why not? People have been begging us for years. Was that version also on the Ouya? I don't know if you know about that or not, but... Probably, yeah. It's, it's also the one that eventually now is available on Steam and whatnot for uh, uh, Sonic CD, because it's actually playable. Really good. Uh, and looks really good, yeah. Uh, and then they kept him, or either kept him on board or brought him back for uh, mobile versions of Sonic uh, Original and Sonic 2. I don't know if those were the versions they used for the Sega Ages collection on Switch, the new Sega Ages collection, but um, yeah, and eventually uh, I think he, he partnered on a couple other games and actually submitted a version of Sonic 3 for mobile, but they were like, nah, but why don't you do a new thing? Because we need a new thing, and you're doing some good old things. That we wanted <laughs> you to, and you see like the, the shit thing. we're making. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, such a crazy story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the Pagoda West guys I mentioned earlier, the other two, uh, Jared Castle and Tom Fry, they were brought on more for the visual aspect of the thing, whereas uh, like the programming and making it all work, that was more uh, Whitehead's uh, bag because you know obviously you're, if you're trying to do something new you need new sprites and everything so right well personally um, I got this is like the longest between getting hype and actually playing it that like almost any game has been for me because mm-hmm. um, I got on board when I found out uh, Tyson Hess or Hesse I'm not sure how it's pronounced uh, was doing the cutscenes at okay. the, the intro and outro and stuff because yeah. he used to do this uh, webcomic called Boxer Hockey way back in the day and uh, I've been reading it since almost since it started, so like, so oh, hmm. goddamn. And uh, the the, the funny the funniest part to me there was during boxer hockey, he made this ridiculous uh, and kind of weird looking um, Sonic fan comic back in uh, two thousand nine. Uh, okay, was a long time ago, but uh, it was kind of odd to him get the nod for it. But I'm glad he did. And so that's when I started following it. I meant to pick up the... Uh, I wasn't going to get the collector's edition, but uh, like the day one edition or whatever it also came with an art book, at least on uh, most uh, console platforms. Mm-hmm. But never got around to it, couldn't budget it in, and then kind of sat on it, and then eventually got it on Steam, and then eventually got the DLC on Steam, and even then it's been like it's sitting there for a year waiting for me. I guess I'm not a real Sonic fan, because I didn't get the super fancy special edition. But... Did it come out in digital before there was a physical copy? Because I feel like I bought it as soon as it came out digitally, and that's how I have it on the Xbox One. I think there was a slight delay on the physicals, and then there was also an additional delay on PC because uh, they were still optimizing it for that platform. But I know consoles got up like a few months before PC, maybe longer than that. That could be why I never bought a physical copy of it because I got it digitally first. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for me, it's the same thing as far as, like, the gap between being hyped for something and actually playing it. I do remember when this was coming out. I remember reading about the story, uh, seeing the screenshot, seeing it released and the video of it and thinking, God damn, this is, like, the most beautiful Sonic game I've ever seen. This looks amazing. And then I finally got to play it about eight hours ago yeah, <laughs> for the first same. time. Same. Yeah. And, uh, oh, uh, really? you know... Uh, 
yeah, I'll give my feelings about it soon. Uh, but before I do that, if you're on the free feed, it's time for a commercial break. Eat, Lofi, eat. We'll be right back. The Hot-Blooded Challenger Club podcasts are a proud affiliate of Animation Legends. Head on over to animationlegends.com and scope the large assortment of animation cells they're offering. Own a piece of animation history. For just $25, you can get five different cells from some of your favorite animated shows. Shows like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Vampire Hunter D, Captain N, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Star Wars Ewoks, and many other. And you can pay even less with our special promo code RINGS at checkout. That's R-I-N-G-S. Go to animationlegends.com or click the link in this show's description and tell them that the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club sent you with our promo code RINGS. Oh, hey there, listener. I didn't see it come in. Well, since you're here, let me personally thank you for listening to this program. If you'd like to show your support a little bit further, check out the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. That's hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can become a member for as little as a dollar a month. And with that dollar, you get access, early access, to premium episodes of this very podcast. What's a premium episode? Additional content that's cut just for club members. You could be listening to that instead of this advertisement right now. And hey, don't have the buck, but want to support the show? Leave us a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice. Honestly, it, it goes so far to help our algorithm, so one day you could hear me advertising for uh, comfortable underoos, or a really good mattress, or yet another subscription box. But regardless, thank you so much for listening. Now, let's get back to the show. Shake, Loki. Shake. Now back to our show. <laughs> All right, we're back. I think that was a lot of fun, and don't miss out. If you didn't hear it, uh, you can by simply becoming a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. Go to hotbloodedchallenger.club and uh, sign up for as little as a buck a month. All right, so we're talking Sonic Mania, so let's talk about plot. Taking place after the events of Sonic 3, Sonic and Tails detect a powerful energy from Angel Island. But who else detects it? Your boy Robotnik. But of this course. time, the Egg Robos come in contact with the Phantom Ruby, and it grants them special powers that kind of become, like, sentient. The special Ruby also sends Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles on a time-traveling nostalgia trip to previous zones to make the fans super excited. Yeah. <laughs> Robotnik also uses that Ruby to take control over that little moon from Sonic City, if you remember what that is. I, don't, I know it has a name. Uh, it has, like, the one with the giant chain that Sonic runs up in the intro. I don't know the name, but I I'm, I'm I know what you're talking about. I, for, I forgot the name too, and I should have looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Little Moon, maybe I don't know. Yeah, no, Little Moon well, sounds good. We'll go with that. Technically, it's a planet, but it looks like a little moon. So whatever, it's a, it makes a comeback, which I thought was awesome. Uh, I didn't realize Sonic R's personal Jesus was a, apparently a, in a line of robots, but I mean, I guess that makes sense. And uh, yeah, now they've got jobs, and we have a new rock to worry about because mm-hmm. I mean, we've had what seven emeralds plus the master emerald. Uh, like it's uh, there are other sto- semi-precious and precious stones out there, so it's, that's kind of nice. But at the same time, they keep finding these things at Angel Island, and they always cause trouble. So why don't they just like launch that into space? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm sorry, hey, sorry, it- Knuckles. 
Sorry about your hoe, but we like this is for the greater good. Enough's enough already, right? (laughs) Sonic CD. um, There's a lot of inspiration uh, that this game pulls from with Sonic CD, particularly with the opening animation. We're back to that same aesthetic of Sonic the Hedgehog, very angular. How else would you describe him? He just, it's the Sonic CD Sonic from that animation, the beginning of Sonic CD, and boy, was I excited to see him. Not a lot of plot is given in that animation, but I watched it three or four times just because I thought it was super fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's, kind of like a hybrid between that and the, uh, that OVA, um, movie that came out Mm -hmm. like the late 90s, 99? Okay. Which was also kind of based on Sonic CD, but like, uh, it had Metal Sonic, it had, um, Knuckles with the cool hat. Uh, he did not. Have, he didn't have. A, maybe he did have his cool car, but um, you can. Tra- there are ways to find that. Uh, I think ADV is who published it in the U.S., but it hasn't been reissued. Uh, but and it's pretty easy to find it. It dubbed. It's it's worth a watch because it's a similar visual style. I don't think it's the same animation house. Mm-hmm. But, but it looks. Um, it looks almost identical. Yeah, it's dope as fuck. Like when I I played this game for the first time, watched that intro, and then the yeah. title screen. Like holy shit, I was dead. Oh man, when when I mean we're not up to art direction, but when Sonic, you know, comes out of the uh, the ring and he gives the like the finger like wag sort of, it, there's just so many frames of animation. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's almost like he smacks you in the face. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's that's so what good. I mean. Like when, when I t- talked about it at the beginning of the show, when I made the uh, hundred mega shock reference. It's it's like either what my, you know, nostalgia remembers Sonic the Hedgehog being, like when I first played Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the first time, um, or it's like if Sega put a Sonic game out on the Neo Geo, because it's just, there's more, more colors, it's, it's more animation, it's just exciting. Yeah, I didn't mean to jump ahead, I was just uh, thinking about it. <laughs> There are a lot of influences pulled from the uh, 2D catalog. Oh, actually, so polygonal as well. Um, through Sonic's history, uh, there's a lot of nods to a lot of different Sonic games, and it's awesome, and I'm happy to see them. And it plays like, you know, what you'd expect from a 2D Sonic game, maybe a little bit better. Maybe there's more things happening uh, here than what you would expect from a 2D uh, Sonic game. I found that the the environments had a lot to offer. There was a lot of interesting things to do in the environments. And uh, these zones felt like they were twice as long as what I remember from previous games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I, th- I, think, I think at its core, it's they modeled it off of uh, Sonic 3 because that's... Usually the go-to for favorite gameplay. Sure. Um, but, uh, like, clearly they played around with quite a bit. Yeah. It's almost like a greatest hits of 2, 3, and Knuckles. Right. And uh, 
I didn't. I had regular straight Sonic Mania. I don't know if you guys played like Mania Plus. If they changed any of the attacks or anything like that. I got the vanilla Mania yeah. f- um, when it was free on the Epic Game Store. I have Plus. They didn't. They didn't change. They they only added stuff. They didn't change any of the okay. basic functions. And there's some stuff I thought was in the DLC, but that it was. I'll, I'll talk to it a bit when I get my main spiel on this. But it was added. Or, well, I'm sorry, it wasn't added. It was in the game for Sonic. All right, there's a couple things you can unlock regarding controls. Now, I wanted to ask you this. Um, does does the game slow down at all as you guys play it? Not in my... Not, no. Yeah, I didn't notice. Okay, so I noticed that while I was playing at certain moments, the game would slow down as if I was playing it on a Sega Genesis. And I'm like, this seems wrong. Like, I can't see them emulating the slowdown. Uh, so I don't know if it's a PC setting for me or if it was because mm. I was playing it through the Epic's Game Store launcher because I had to launch that in, launch that and then sign in before I could play the game. But I was experiencing some slowdown. But when I was watching uh, other people play it online, I didn't see any of that. So I didn't know if Weird. it was just just me and my settings. Okay, good. So uh, if you experience that at home, that's not normal. But it didn't hamper the experience for and me. And it was free. Yeah, yeah it was it free. I'm not if, complaining. If it's on Epic, you probably got it for free. I, I don't did. even know what that is. <laughs> Epic. Uh, it's like Steam, but it's by... Uh, the Fortnite the, people. Yeah, the, the Fortnite people. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, was, I would say Cliffy B, but I think he actually left a couple years ago. So I'll have to check it out. Every month or every week, they have a free game. It's, it, it's or, every week and like around Christmas and I think maybe a couple other holidays. I know around Christmas they'll do like the twelve days of or whatever and have like a game every day. But otherwise, it's like midday Thursday. Cool. I, like I could, I'm not going to look up what this week's was. I'll just check it out later. But yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. You know, I felt like it was, dare I say, a real sequel to. You know, the classic 2D Sonic games, and I'm not counting Sonic 4. We don't talk about Sonic 4. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Until we cover it. <laughs> Until yeah. we have to. Um, yeah. And, the, you know, the 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 special stages are, are the Blue Spheres mm. and, like, the Hunt the UFO from Sonic CD. Yeah. And I love the Hunt the UFO from Sonic CD, and I loved it even more here because he looks like Sonic from 3D Blast with those cool polygons. Yeah, I mean, like, like from Sonic R. I mean, Sonic like I R. said, like from the special stage of Sonic Blast. <laughs> he, he won't give it and, to us. And <laughs> and the Blue Spheres, I sucked at them now, then, and I suck at them now. I didn't get a single same. Yeah, I didn't get a single emerald my run for this game. Uh, no. No, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think the spheres give you emeralds. Or, uh, like I, I never. I wouldn't fucking know. I, could be- <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I got. I, one, I got. I got one chase emerald. I got the green one. Yeah, I, I ate a lot of shit in this game. I wasn't the player I was in the nineties. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm not twelve anymore. Yeah, exactly. I was playing with my son. He's watching me play, and I kept getting enough rings at the checkpoint to go into the special stage to get the spheres. And by the time Studioopolis rolled around, he's like, "Dad, don't go for the spheres." <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. I, 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 I'm screaming, and I'm like, "Oh, it's time for a blue sphere fail break!" Yeah, he's like, "Don't, don't go for the sphere. Just keep going," because he wanted to see the stage. He didn't want to keep seeing me eat shit with the red and blue spheres. I have this on my Xbox One, which is on like our main TV in the living room. So I had to yeah. play this game for the show, like in front of everybody while they were doing yeah. stuff. <laughs> so we like, thought Dad was my good wife at games. 
<laughs> no, actually, I'm going to get to something. Like, my wife was very patient because, like, she'd rather watch TV instead of watching me suck at Sonic. But yeah. I'm playing it, and little graphic goes, Dad, you're so good at Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was like, <laughs> thanks, kid. Like, <laughs> I wasn't really that good at all. <laughs> no, but it's the speed of the game. Because my son said a similar thing while I was playing the stages. Because they're not used to seeing something happen that fast. Mm-hmm with these old games and to see this guy whipping around the screen, they think you're in control. Little, little do That's they exactly know. That's exactly what was happening. You, yeah, you have no control over what's happening on the screen. It just looks really cool. Yeah, that's actually, it felt like something they kind of pulled in from the one thing I liked about Sonic 06 is like they have little segments or uh, more of them where you can kind of just let go and let the bouncy bits do their thing and you just kind of go and you roll with it and mm-hmm. you need to roll with it or else you're going to be slowing down or falling off of something that you like uh, there's one section i think it's in a uh, i keep calling it egg bastard but it's it's the fir- <laughs> it's the first uh like airship uh stage flying like, battery the, the egg battery that's it not it is flying battery yeah not egg bastard flying bastard flying um, bastards yeah i uh like there, there there's one or two things i think yeah you, you have to hit a bounce mm-hmm. and you're on the exterior of the ship and the wind's blowing yep so like you, and if you but if you touch any directions it's gonna you're gonna drop down into the the abyss if you oh just, yeah you, yeah you just gotta let the red spring take you to the one place and then you're golden after that and then if you um, have the fire shield and you hit two buttons together like a goofball you fire off like a fucking comet right to your death yeah that was you... another thing I didn't realize until yeah. uh, I got into trouble or like yeah. if you hit the um. The little like electric, uh, electrified. Uh, oh boy, yeah. Pole areas. You can. I didn't realize you could take out the nodes of the the uh, controller of those, and then I found out you should. There are areas where you should not try to do that because there's danger because you will die. Yeah. Uh, they added a drop dash to this one. I might be the first instance of it, or I know. I know it's in the. Uh, Sega Ages ones as well. So I think this is where they started it. But it's basically a spin dash that you can. You can hold the button so it starts it in midair instead of having to drop to the ground. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, that's. I might be Whitehead himself who's on record saying that they added it for newer players who uh, are having trouble getting over. Um, usually, especially the curve, the little curve up loops, because I, I was terrible at that as a kid. But I didn't realize you could do that. I also didn't remember that the different shields had their own little. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. second jump maneuvers. So that would have yeah. helped a lot. Had I realized I was doing them uh, after uh, before like four levels in, but yeah, uh, like you mentioned, the stage gimmicks are back. You got your zip lines, your dangly bars, yep. uh, wheels you got to roll against, or spinning platforms, all sorts of fun stuff. Some are some is back, some are new twists on the old ones. It's great. The environmental stuff is it's it's a delight mm-hmm. and for, mostly easy to see. Uh, like mm-hmm. I had some issue finding some of the breakable walls. But like I always do, so I don't I, I don't duck often. Um, There's also not got, a lot of tells with those breakable walls. Uh, yeah. You'll just hit a dead end, and you're like, "Oh, I guess I'll try this," and you'll go. Whereas it's like the older games, you know, you'd see the coin television and that does happen sometimes where you see there's a hidden thing behind the wall and you're like oh i can go over there but there were a lot of moments where i'm just like i guess i'll crouch and do a dash oh look it's a breakable wall and then it became kind of obvious where it's like if you're in a dead end and there's really nowhere else to go if you do that you spin dash you'll probably break away something 
Yeah, later stages had like some of them you can see the fractures in the uh, texture, but like early on, especially, uh, it's there. Those are kind of lacking. Uh, you also have uh, different characters you can play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the spread from Sonic Three, so Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Sonic, and Tails is the default. Uh, if you have the DLC, you also get access to Ray the Squirrel and Mighty the Armadillo uh, from Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, who have their own uh, second jump moves because, like, obviously Sonic has a second jump. Tails flies, Knuckles glides. Ray has, like, a short glide that turns into a bit of a dive bomb, which is interesting, and Mm. Mighty has, like, a straight-up ground pound, which is great for breaking through some uh, ground surfaces or launching yourself into the abyss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it it also, like, uh, I think it can knock uh, knock enemies, maybe even... I don't know if it can knock monitors out of uh, nearby trees and stuff, but it does have its utility if you know what you're doing. Which I didn't. And yeah, also, uh, if you uh, do decently at Blue Spheres, you can unlock these little medallions to unlock some extras. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can unlock Knuckles to follow you instead of Tails, I believe. Which I think takes 11. And for f- lower numbers of those, you can unlock uh, different, control- different control schemes for Sonic. There's a Sonic CD option that gives you the figure 8 run instead of the drop dash. Mm-hmm. And another one you can unlock that gives you uh, the Insta Shield from Sonic Three and Knuckles, and I believe that's also popped up in the uh, Advanced series. I think they both appeared in the Advanced series because I didn't know which either of them was at the time. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> right. And also uh, the DLC. There's an Encore mode that that's where you first encounter Ray and Mighty, although you can select them for the main story as well. Uh, there's like a little intro where the Ruby does some shenanigans again. And you have to replay the stages, but they're mi- remixed both visually, like Green Hill Zone starts in the evening, mm, for instance. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, like, at the beginning, like, both Ray and Mighty are in uh, one of the canisters, and you bust them out and then walk to one or the other. And whichever one you don't pick turns out to be the magician, um, hard boiled guy uh, in disguise, kind of like he's in disguise on the, um, the desert uh, stage. The mi- as, Mirage uh, Saloon? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Was was it? Yeah. Like, because I was playing it, and I was like, maybe I'll buy the DLC, and it was uh, six bucks, and I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Oh, it's <laughs> worth it. It's worth it. It's, it. Like, if you're gonna go back, especially, it, it's it's fun. You're laughing because I didn't want to spend six bucks, but I really, I know Sonic Mania Plus is on a Switch game bundled with something yeah. else. We're gonna have to play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, I'd say at this point, if you get the bundle, right? It's, it's I, it's with uh, Team Sonic Racing, actually. Yeah, which I know we need to cover and I don't have. So I'm And like, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. And actually, T. Lopes, T. Lopes, well, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but T. Lopes, who did the music yeah. for the main music for this, they got a different guy for some of the DLC music because T. Lopes is busy working on something, which we'll also get to. Um, he did the music for Team Sonic Racing. Oh, shit. And there's also oh, that. Okay. And this, uh, playing this made me realize what the Studiopolis zone courses in Team Sonic Racing were from because I hadn't played Studiopolis yeah. in anything else yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was laughing about the, the $6 Pete because I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend $6. Uh, I'm saying that myself. This game is well worth $6 and I spent, nothing, I spent nothing on it. And I, and <laughs> oh, I'm like, I, I don't know if I could yeah. drop that 6 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just spent like... You know, more than six dollars on retro gaming. 
like earlier yeah. today. So I, what yeah, am I, I talking think, about? I think I spend more on snacks. Yeah, like what am I talking about? <laughs> what what jumps yeah. out uh, for me the most with this game is the mini boss and boss battles. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, they're they're really, really good. They're really challenging. Um, Some are throwbacks too, but they're like mm-hmm. remixed. Yeah, like I, the, and the I, actually, I think uh, Pete mentions or will mention the Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> well, I'll mention it right now, and then yeah, Pete can jump in with his thoughts. I knew it existed in the game. I knew it was so there, I, yeah, and I was I, still was... so jazzed to play Puyo Puyo against Eggman. It was, I was like, for, oh, this is happening now. Yeah, doing that for, for the God. first time. Like when I yeah. played that for the first time, I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like it's me, Bean Machine, and everyone was yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think at some point I watched. I know I've watched a couple uh, partial playthroughs, but I know at some point I sat down to watch just Chemical Plant Zone because Chemical Plant Zone. I want to hear the Chemical Plant Zone theme, right. and then like I let it run and it got to the boss, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, and I was but like, yeah, "It's a, a good for, thing for a guy with a mean bean machine named after him. He's actually pretty fucking terrible at it." I'm not very good at Puyo Puyo, but I'm definitely better than have, Eggman. You don't have to be for that <laughs> boss fight. Uh, my favorite uh, was um, Hydra City. So, okay. uh, I think it's the act one cause, uh, the old Hydra city zone, you were like underwater and, uh, he would like draw you up and you had to like, uh, make it sure that he dropped mines near you or something. So he would suck up the mines into his little cart. Yeah. That was mm. great. Yeah. In this like one, it, yeah, in this one, you take the cart cause, uh, Eggman swimming around planting mines, uh, blowing shit up below you earlier in the stage so you're sucking him up and you're, you're trying to get him in the mine at the same time to blow him up instead of blowing up the car yeah. and i was like that's perfect yeah that's perfect yeah there's a lot more of that the the boss battles are a lot more dynamic where it's not just i gotta bop this guy a bunch of times you know while sonic's in a ball it's um well how about the spider boss for an example like that was cool but really annoying it was very annoying and it was at the was that the flying battery zone i think it was yeah yeah. where you had to um you know twist around a pole and hit uh the thorax of this mechanical spider so it bounces into the spikes that are on the wall but you got to make sure you hit the thorax am i saying that right the thorax is the back end I of the spider i believe it is the thorax yeah and it, because if you don't if you go too low then you throw yourself into the spike or yeah. uh there was also a... you you need to hit it in between the the spinny things you yeah. can kind of, there are a couple sections with two spikes on both walls mm-hmm. cuz usually it's one wall and then the spinny thing on the other side and yeah. you can kind of do that manually but it's going to like so much hits, but it's going to yeah. take a lot more time. And then uh, uh, the, earlier on too, with the uh, Studioopolis, the mini boss, where it's those uh, you know those egg those egg robo goons are yeah, so it's flying the top around, one. A, yeah, helicopter, and they're shooting off missiles at you, and you uh, have it to was bad bu- at missile. It, it doesn't really it doesn't tell you what you're supposed to do very well in that boss battle, I, but I figured it I, out after a couple. I, f- I figured out I figured out hitting the blue missile, but it was avoiding the red ones was the yes. problem I had because like sometimes you, it feels like it's pulling you back with the way the physics are working because you're running at the same time. It's like yeah. a chase. But, it, you know, your first, in, well, at least my in, first in, instinct as a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog player was, I just got to jump and hit these guys, right? Yeah. And I'm jumping and jumping, nothing's happening. And I was like, oh, this is... Wait a minute. This is yeah. more. You know, this is yeah. uh, this is building on the foundation of Sonic. And I was impressed by them. I, I Even right. though they weren't all my favorite, and some of them were very annoying, like th- that one particularly, um, I still respected them for what they brought to the... Uh, 
to the formula. Yeah, I like the lead-in on that one, too, because, like, the one basic egg robo has the bazooka, and he just kind of lobs it to the one in the uh, yes. chopper. Like, come on, that's just style points. I, and, uh, you know, control-wise, while, I, you know, I was falling down pits and getting hit by red rockets, uh, I didn't feel like, you know, I was being cheated out of anything. I felt like I had the tools in front of me to get through these stages. I just needed to learn them. You know, the controls felt like, you know, I'm going to say it a lot, classic Sonic controls, uh, just with a new uh, a few tricks up its sleeve, you know, that... That drop dash was cool to pull off. You know, I find it a little tricky to play that game with a modern controller, you know, mm. with more buttons than I need. But the D-pad is better than using the analog stick, obviously. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was my fault, fu- like the game's fault. I felt like it was really my fault. Sure. Like I screwed up or ate shit. Yeah, I used yeah. the 8-bit uh, though controller that has like the two analog sticks. It looks like a Super Nintendo controller. And I just you plugged it. I just plugged it into the side of the laptop, and all the buttons were already configured when I launched the game. I didn't. Have, I, I was should... like, I, I I was like, do I have to do any configuration? No, everything worked. The only thing is, I think it's A B X Y is associated with an Xbox controller, so yes. those letters are different on my controller. But that's just oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, so it probably uses the default. 360 Xbox One controller. Right, yeah. but that's that's just a different controller. You know, that, yeah. that was nothing. I was, I was surprised that it was mapped already. And what is funny about the analog stick, Pete, is I find this a lot when playing retro games with uh, younger generations. If they're given a choice between an analog stick and a D-pad, they'll always go to the analog stick, yeah. where I always go to the D-pad first to see if I can control the character. Well, I'm a big dummy because I have the retro, the 8-bit dough like the yeah. Sega Genesis one, mm. and it has the adapter oh, for the Switch. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that probably so. would have been the ideal way to play. Uh, I, I uh, Well, I kept forgetting that I was defaulting to be D-pad, but I was playing on an Xbox controller on uh, the PC version. Okay. And yeah, it felt fine, responsive. Um, once again, reminded that I haven't played enough 2D Sonics to be decent at them, and I have to remember that inertia exists <laughs> a slightly more than any of the Marios ever have, even though I suck at Mario, too. Um and yeah, I probably should have read the manual because then I would have seen like the shield tricks and the uh, the drop dash because that would have helped. A- not there's not that many places it would have helped me, but like I was getting shields pretty quickly. And um, uh, I think we were talking about rings earlier. Yeah, with yeah. the uh, the blue sphere stages, like Green Hill, like hooked me up with rings in like four or five lives right off the bat. Yep. And after that, I was like, fucking nope. Oh, not even in Studiopolis. I did okay in Studiopolis, yeah. but like getting just ping, the, like getting the fanfare like yeah. three or four times in just two in two acts was like, all right, I'm all, I'm all right at this. Yeah, I got you a bunch of lives right there as you well as not all right at this. Yeah, Studiopolis. I also got a lot of free mans and then quickly yeah. burned them. 
immediately. But there, there's an autosave function, and if you do get a game over, you can pick back up uh, with the last zone that you died at, which is nice. You don't have to yeah, start yeah. from the beginning You, you, you do again. have to go back to Act 1, which is a little annoying. Right. But I, do, I also like that the save file displays what emeralds you have. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and, cool. like, keeps track of them, so you can keep finding the big rings. It, I like, I touched on, these stages are big. They're yeah. big, you, and you can get lost pretty easily. Yeah. Um, you're going backwards a lot, which is counterintuitive to me and my five-year-old. Every time what? I moved left, I said, it's like, no, you're going backwards. I'm like, no, 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 it's a different ramp bringing us down. There's rings over here we didn't collect, trust me. But it yeah. to, to both of our credit, like, that's not what I'm expecting from a Sonic game. It's I'm going to hold right forever and then just keep keep hitting the jump button to avoid objects. You're not doing that. Uh, just like the boss battles, uh, the stages are uh, a little bit more dynamic than what you might expect. Yeah, well, Sonic CD kind of did that for me. There's a, there's a fair amount of that, and like That's it's true. recent enough in my memory now, having covered it for this. That, yeah. Uh, like, a lot of that made sense. Uh, I, honestly, like, watching uh, Stardust Speedway, they they simplified that. That, that is, uh, the, I got in a couple loops on other stages, but watching Stardust Speedway, like, it's a little easier to not get Ugh. stuck in the tube uh, sections and whatnot. I yeah. And that. I kind of liked what they did with that, because um, the way they did it was they did, I think it was Past was the first uh, act of it, and then they did the future of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, uh, all the horns and stuff that I remember because I couldn't find a freaking sign to get back to a different time period. Right. But that 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 was the act two for that one. So and there's even a little uh, uh, spinny sign at the end for the time period. Yeah. Yeah. And when we and talked that, about that on that episode too with Sonic CD that we liked a lot of what that game was presented, but we thought it needed to get polished more. I, I think that's a good pull, Nico Bun. Where it's this is it polished more. So yeah, th- there's 100%. a lot of nods to that game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 Metal Sonic race slash fight looked a little less nasty as well. I think the game's strongest attribute is its graphical presentation. I, I just, it's so beautiful. Is all I keep saying about it. it's, it's just a, a beautiful game to watch and play. And I kind of like the little details that are peppered throughout because I, you know, it's a, it's a fan or it started as a fan project. It's a labor of love, obviously, for this character, for this franchise, for Sega. You know, we talked about Studioopolis. It's probably one of my favorite stages because I'm a sucker for the Casino Night Zone type of Me gimmicks. Too. I love the pachinko pinball things happening. Um, and with that particular stage, I noticed that a, a few of the televisions had the Game Gear RGB hash logo. Yep. And I was just yep. like, look at that. Look at that. And then and there was all these little things where it's just like, oh, look, there's another little nod. Or look, they're using the Sega font over there, but they're just using the word ages and not Sega, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just appreciated that as a fan of the character, the franchise, the company. The other thing that I liked was the restraint they showed 
with the animation because they could have polished it too much where it would become almost uh, uncanny, where it would look really beautiful and look really great, but it would kind of pull the game away from that nostalgic look or that or what you would you remember sonic looking like if it had too many frames of animation but it clearly has more frames of animation than what you would see on your sega genesis you know if they were focused on 2d games in the saturn era maybe you'd see something close to this but well, it, that's actually that was specifically what they were told. They was it better than Genesis, but no better than Saturn. Ah, keep well, it in that, that's, keep it in that window, and they nailed it. That, they yeah, nailed that's it because cool. yes. you kept mentioning the Neo Geo, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, thousand percent. That's exactly what they were doing. Just a little bit extra, just a little bit more the the stretch of, of uh, you know Sonic's jump with his sprite, uh, or that uh, that opening screen with. When he comes on the screen, it gets you excited. Good, yeah, good gravy, yeah. Yeah, the little vertical spin up through. Oh, and so, uh, like um, some of the uh, uh, final fight iterations with the backgrounds, you got like ton of parallax scrolling happening in this game, and there's just things are constantly moving in the background and foreground, but it's not distracting like it was in Knuckles Chaotix. Where, okay, it's very colorful and there's things happening, but it's all kind of blending together. There's good depth with all of these zones when you're looking at them. Yeah, they went all in on it. I think, I think it was Titanic Monarch was the one you could like launch into the background. That or Metallic Madness, one of the late ones, um, which was really cool. Like There was like a stage in the background, kind of like uh, Mutant Muds, mm-hmm. uh, which was doubly funny to me because um, Renegade Kid, the original devs of... Mutant Muds uh, were supposed to help with a 3DS port of this until that company had some issues and had to split into two. Uh, Atui and I forget the other one. Atui is now the one that handles the Mutant Muds games. But um, that the mechanic with, with that is like there's two or three layers that you jump between and progress and then jump back to the foreground and whatnot. So it was I don't know if they'd already planned that right. before they got them on board and just kept it in. Or what? But it, it it was nice to see kind of nods to more modern mechanics as well, like that. And it again, it still looked glorious. You know, it reminded me of my childhood. You you said it best, where it was almost like the Sonic you remembered playing as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, especially Sonic Two and Sonic CD. Like I love those games. And when you first start playing this, I I played it when it first came out, and it was Green Hill Zone, and it was like Chemical Plant. And you're like okay, this is just like a beefed-up version of the original games, and this is still cool. I like this still. And then as you're progressing, these like little details or something would be a little different, and it got newer and newer and newer. Yeah. And it was such a great way of presenting this thing that you loved, but now it's new, and it gradually kind of like layered away of like what you remembered and what it is now. And it was like such a great transition to like – be familiar and to something new. It was just so brilliant. You know, everything in there is just like full of chock full of stuff that I loved. Like you were mentioning that that one level is just full of hidden nods. And when he pops up on that intro, we're going to keep talking about it. And he <laughs> spins around and waves his finger. The ring around that is the ring of the Genesis controller with the up, down, left and right arrows. I didn't even notice that. I didn't that. even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. It's bananas. Like the amount of stuff in there that's, and oh. I'll talk about it later, but it's just, 
it's like crazy. They thought of everything. Heck, I yeah. love that that polygonal Sonic. Yeah, put that guy in there too. It's just it's just crazy to me yeah. the amount of like love and attention they put into it. That that modern retro look, like it's not as good as Sega Saturn, but it's better than the Genesis. It's just it's just nuts. Like they're idle animations. Like I'm waiting for them to do stuff and Tails like waves his hand and yawn and his he can't hold his eyes open he's like sleepy yeah it's just the coolest you lose your rings in this and they they're in a 3d space they pop in and out of the foreground and like come into your face it's crazy yeah i was watching Nigobun play on uh his twitch channel and he was playing with uh ray and mighty and like they all have different Idle animations. They have different yeah, victory right, poses. Yeah, right. like a, du- a double single finger wag, like a, a single finger on each hand wag, and uh, like Mighty's doing a little flex. Yeah, which like that. Like <laughs> I love that they kept all those in character. I mean, they they kind of already had with the earlier ones, but it's nice that they kept the spirit uh, of that. I like. I don't know if those were idle animations that they had back in Sega Sonic the Hedgehog in the arcade, but it was nice that they gave everybody the the same amount of care and love. Yeah. Uh, like and also like we were talking about the references. The goddamn popcorn machine is in studio. Oh Apple, my so. god! There were so many good things happening in yeah, that zone. That was <laughs> so good. Yeah. How about the so uh, the movie projector? And you're seeing like a little. I'm gonna say it's not a zoetrope, but it looks like a zoetrope animation of Doctor oh, Robotnik. Uh, Robotnik, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah like the, dancing like with the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just like in general, like I, I said about Sonic Advance, where the sprites looked like they were a little, they had more life to them than the Genesis versions. Well, this that's like again, bump it up another level. It's so good. It's so good. Um, the the interstitial sprites on, on like everything too. When you're spinning around on rotating platforms, mm-hmm. like you lo- all look legitimately 3D because there's more sprites, in, more in betweens. Um, for regular and supersonic, like it, it looks so good and like, just. Uh, the cutscenes, especially again, dr- uh, I I got drawn in by that because I like Tyson Hesse's work in boxer hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did a comic uh, before getting Sonic work uh, called Diesel. That one actually got printed, but I haven't really tracked that down to read. Boxer hockey, I think, is still up on Tumblr and maybe whatever site it was hosted on. Besides that, if you want to read as much as he got to before he started Diesel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's actually gotten a gig in uh, the Archie comics now. Uh, since Mania, so it's only a matter of time before he creates his own stable of original characters based on one of the existing <laughs> yeah, species uh, that ends in illegal hot water and, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't ruin legally distinct space team, Um But, no, no, but If you're not uh, following also, Ken Penders on Twitter, uh, I'm trying, good God, you, don't, you need, don't do it. You need to. I'm he's, not, he's selling NFTs this is now. This endangerment of our listenership, Kyle. Don't do that. I know. I'm trying not to think of him. Like, we're having yeah. a good time. Yeah. Oh. Now I'm but thinking about like, those horrifying faces of his original artwork. Oh, oh, yeah, but like, like they're doing an animated series now, um, or like they, it was in the works. I'm pretty sure they're still working on it. Probably got a little delayed because obviously Titans, Tyson's on that. T. Lopes is doing the music for that too, for consistency's sake. So that's why he couldn't do the DLC music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tyson is the guy who saved us from speaking of horrible faces, terrifying movie Sonic. Oh. He's the guy they called in to fix that, and now he's the. Uh, He's the artistic lead for two, and presumably three, in the films, the live-action movies. So yeah, they wow. announced the Big they announced the third, right? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And Knuckles is going to get his own spin-off series. 
Yeah, so he, cool. he's uh, storyboards but, <laughs> and uh, lead design for that now. But so. you can only watch the Knuckles series if you have Sonic Three. <laughs> in your yeah. Collection. Can I pl- uh, can I plug the uh, original movie into the spinoff series to have Knuckles appear in the first film? Absolutely, he replaces. Uh, well, no, no, not the first film because then you just get Blue Spheres. Yeah. Oh, is that? Yeah, action. it has to be yeah. the second one. Yeah, that's right. It's already yeah. in the second one. Yeah, bring bring the chaotics back, baby. Do it. <laughs> yeah, where's Vector? Did Vector yeah. show up in this? Did I miss it? Was I didn't see Vector or Charmy, but the the uh, encore mode plays a little like Chaotix. You don't have the like the rings or the weird physics, but you can kind of tag team, and it was kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't mention it when I was talking about it, but um, instead of lives, uh, you have your it's basically your teammates. So as people like fall into the abyss, uh. They die, but the one-up monitors are replaced with, like, adding teammates, kind of like they were in a... Kind of like you had the character swap uh, monitors in Chaotix. So, like, you'll find one, and it'll add uh, whichever one you didn't pick to the trio. I don't know if you can add Tails or Knuckles after that. I didn't get that far, but it that was kind of neat. Uh, jumping back to the cutscene stuff, I also uh, found out that uh, Tyson Essie's wife actually helped out with the animation stuff as well. Um, Meryl Cartwright's her name. Which, uh, kind of a good choice since she was uh, the lead animator on Skullgirls mm-hmm. and um, did lead animation and character designs for Indivisible. So, it's kind of cool that A, all that like creative power is in one house. Um, and B, seeing her come up as well because I've been following her on Twitter for a while. I couldn't remember why. I thought she did something before games, but I'm pretty sure it was just horny fan art. <laughs> it is really good horny fan art. Um <laughs> But maybe don't, you know, it might not be... So a lot of it's not particularly safe for work. I mean, if you've ever seen the Skullgirls character designs, yeah, uh, yeah. it's similar vein. I, I follow five. Pete on Instagram, so I'm sure it's yeah. fine. Oh, me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the, 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 <laughs> it's saucy. It's, uh, it's some saucy pics there. Well, I know I tossed with a $6 DLC, but I'm currently looking at the uh, going price. The hot fan art? Not the hot fi- fan art, but the going price for this soundtrack on vinyl, because that's how much oh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. I think there were different color pressings, There too. is. There's a translucent yeah. blue one I'm looking at right now. Oof. Yeah. I, I, I have Can a I record player. for Big the Cat, who's not in it? And the only uh, oh, yeah. records I own are that of video game soundtracks, because I'm a big fucking nerd. But uh, yeah, this soundtrack from top to bottom just slaps. Yeah, T-Lopes nailed it. And I think before this, all he'd really done were like he he was he was doing a lot of game remixes on uh, YouTube uh, before this. I I I'd heard of some of his stuff in passing, maybe a couple collabs, but like nailed it. Just it's so obliterated awesome. it. Yeah, that Chemical Plant Zone. Oh, yeah, was awesome. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, I really like how all the uh, zones, like, your first act, was. it was always, like, it, it, at least for the throwback ones, it was always, like, close to the original arrangement, but still kind of new, kind of mm-hmm. funked up, played around with. And then, like, act two, you would get something, com- not completely different, but, like, they went all in. Like, Chemical Plant Zone Act 2 just, like, got super noodly and funkier mm-hmm. and whatnot. 
start start a speedway act two it, like much more sa- sexy sacks going on mm-hmm. uh which uh, makes double sense since they went to the future one with all the horn based textures and whatnot uh but and then you go to like um whatever the press one is the second stage is more wintry so it kind of slows down a bit it's more like chill and um like relaxing mountain vibes kind of like um richard Jacques t- Jacques take on the winter stages in um 3d blast so mm. it wasn't always like an intensification it was right it, it played with what it was doing visually but it was still a shift that you would notice and it, it, it it's beautiful it's beautiful aside from chemical plant zone uh what was everybody's favorite zone musically speaking uh, I really like Titanic Monarch because it sounded like something out of Zeal from Chrono Trigger. Oh, okay, I hear that. I like that um, the Mirage Saloon. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, I mean, throw a stone because they're, they're, I, in my opinion, yeah, they're exactly. all good tracks. I I really dug Studiopolis with that lights camera action. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the later ones, uh, any of the ones with the voice samples were really mm-hmm. good because they kept it at kind of the fidelity it would have been on Genesis or Saturn, where they were like just really short clips. Yeah. No, it's neat. It's real, real good stuff. I mean, it, this is like a seven-layer cake, and every layer is just fantastic. Every layer is a layer of seven-layer dip. It's a weird cake. <laughs> but it's still good. <laughs> you need a really big nacho. So the way I look at it is this is like a love letter to 2D Sonic. And I say love letter all the time on the show, but this is really a love letter to 2D Sonic. And it's the Sonic I know best. It's the Sonic I grew up with. That's the Sonic I love. Uh, it's also a little sad and crazy that a fan nailed, like knocks it out of the park when Sega like dropped the ball mm. so many times. But with that said, it's it still has the frustration from the classic Sonic games like some stupid spring knocking you where you don't want to go or all of a sudden it spikes uh you know enemies that are following you around like that light bulb b thing um some levels are just really tough like the Wait, start which, speedway. which light bulb b the laser butt one or the yeah like the... i hate that freaking thing or... start a speedway was really kicking my ass and that yeah. whole final boss area was just it was almost where i threw in the towel but there's just so many cool little details flicky is in the cartoon intro yes um yeah. You could play Puyo Puyo. There's a mean beam machine nod. The if you have a fire shield and you run across that like spiky like log, it burns it up. That was a big hit in my house. My son's like, Can I oh, see yeah. that again? Yeah. There's a there's an achievement for it too, which I love. It's awesome. And then there's that like they used to do the seesaws in the classic game. This one throws him into the background and he's tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they brought back the tiny laser too. Yeah, that's so cool. There's, like you said, the Game Gear logo in the back in Studiopolis. Yeah. But there's a van named Hornet from Daytona, USA, and some of the tile the tiles that flip says Genesis fucking does, and it's like it's so awesome. Yeah. That whole area is just full of little nods and Easter eggs. I ate it up. There's a ball that look looks like a bloom of the red star, and that ball was the the demo on Robotnik's um, ball from the first boss level that was changed right. as the game went on. It's insane. And I think Fang and 
uh, some of those guys are making appearance too, right? Like Fang, Bark, Bark and Bean are all in. Saloon, um, yeah, it's in, crazy. Uh, in Rush Loon, yeah, it's crazy. They there's an to- it, there's an unlockable mode where you can be Knuckles as your partner and then be Knuckles. So there's an and Knuckles yeah. mode. It's crazy. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think you can play uh, as Knuckles from the start, but the, the adding him but, is one of the uh, medallion things yeah, for getting blue there's spheres. two Knuckles. Um, yeah. So I really want to give it a 10, um, but I may settle for a 9. Uh, the presentation is absolutely on point. It made me feel like a kid again. I just wish I had the skills I had when I was a kid because <laughs> this game kicked my ass. Uh, I got a little frustrated, but it's up there with the best Sonic, even though it's almost like a Force Awakens version of the way to do it. You know, it's like mm. all your favorites are here. It's a little bit of a twist. I don't, I mean, maybe there should be more new stuff in it, but I don't really care. Uh, I'm giving it a nine. Sometimes nostalgia is just a good thing. Yeah. Thanks for pointing out where the Hornet was from. That was driving me nuts because I knew that was a thing. Yeah, I missed that reference. It was a Sega thing, but I, it didn't quite click with me. It was bugging me for... That was another cool the, little gimmick, though. You'd roll into that van and then be teleported like my TV. Across yeah, the yeah, satellite yeah, yeah, dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ran you through the wires and everything. Yeah. It was great. Or no, no, that was the one with the satellite dishes. There's another, uh, it might have been a later stage where like, it, it zaps you through the, the wires. wires. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of tubes, it's wires. I, I love how they managed the references, too. It wasn't like a, an assault on your senses and your uh, feelings of nostalgia. Right. Like something like Family Guy. It's like, hey, reference, reference, <laughs> right, reference. Right. It's like, this is here. We like it. You like it. So here it is, but we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on it for too long. Just you know, smile and nod and just keep keep rocking, and it, it was really well handled. I, I the the bosses were the main thing that cheesed me off with this. You know, like it, traversal wasn't too bad. Mm. There were a couple spots that got hairy, but yeah, like the boss fights, they were like they're very smart boss fights. But I'm not very smart. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> so like it, it took me a few tries, and especially if you like. Um, get bumped back to the first act like it's just like I gotta do all mm-hmm. that again okay right I mean that's kind of like how it's always been but I've I, I, I'm spoiled for checkpoints these days especially after I mean credit to Sonic 06 it at least restarted you like right where you died every time credit to Sonic part. 06 a sentence I never thought I'd hear well I say that <laughs> and then I remember like the, the dash sections no it started you all the way at the beginning of those so fuck that I forget it <laughs> no credit to Sonic 06 um and yeah, like it's 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 great. And I, I mentioned the Hydro City One fight. I don't know how like some of the even the repeat fights were remixed. Um, again, the Metal Sonic fight also similar to the original, but not quite as nasty. And uh, even even the ones that were kind of hairy, like I know the missile one. If as long as you get the blue missile to launch, if you lost your rings, you get them. Uh, there's yeah. gonna be some rings on the path for the next section, right? So it's all right. You know, it it, it feels fair. It's solid. I'm going to go nine as well. Uh, some demerits. I do not recall seeing the spaceship from uh, the cool shooter kids ride. Okay. Um, yeah. Whereas I, I doubt it, but I kind of assume I, va- I, I will, I will vaguely attribute the helicopter um, hard boiled guy to being a cop like Sonic was in the other one. Waka so, Waka patrol car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, this, so you'll reference that, but you're not going to give me, Give me spaceship. Although I did like the little, um, the little like test sleds. I think it's in uh, the Metal Mania or whatever. The second or third to last stage, where like you hop in with the robot and it launches and the robot explodes. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was like it was like the jet jet sled uh, yeah. test things. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was cute. It was cute. Um, and yeah, but I'll, yeah, nine nine chemical plant zone out of ten. <laughs> That's how I rank this. So it, it's solid. It, it makes me want to go back and play the originals just so a so I can get good again or you know maybe get some form of reflex or muscle memory back and also like understand where they're coming from on a mechanical reference because like i played a fair amount of sonic 2 but i never i never beat any of those as a kid so it's like oh. might as well might as well like i was a mario kid well, i was a zelda kid honestly right. so you know yeah. zelda, zelda and jrpgs so they, they, they take a little bit less of a button control and whatnot zelda. i'm also kind of <laughs> what oh yeah yeah this zelda. guy yeah <laughs> I, look, I'm with you guys. I want to give it a 10. I, I think it is a perfect Sonic game. It does feel like a Sonic game that was uh, designed by people who are much better at Sonic than me. Like people who have played through the original 16-bit games uh, to you know the point of no return where they could probably play it blindfolded. Uh, but that's oh, that's okay. You know, I just need to get better. Um I really do want to and give it's not, it a 10. It's not too perfectly tuned, though. It's not like... It feels like they did play test it uh, with other people, so it's not just like the dev has all this memorized because they were the ones who put it in there, because that happens yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Especially I, with indie it's games not. It's stuff, not in so. that way, certainly, especially with yeah. what we touched on with that particular mini-boss battle with the missiles where, you know, if they really wanted to be dicks about it, you wouldn't get another opportunity to collect rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, between hitting the guy with the the missile or deflecting the missile, no, there's there's um, forgiveness there. It's not like a Mario Brothers Two Japan sort of situation, but it is more challenging um, than your Sonic the Hedgehog Two or Three, at least in my opinion. Yeah, like I like I said, it's it's fair and balanced, like certain TV networks claim to be, <laughs> but it, it's it's tuned to the classics, so. right? Like, so I, like they went when they went for the feel. They went for the complete feel. I guess I'll give it a nine as well. Although I really can't think of anything that I'd want to see improve. There, there's so much in the game that I haven't even uh, tooled around with it all. I, I, I literally the the only honest thing I would have asked for is per act checkpoints, not That's, just zones. That would have yeah, been nice. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would have been nice. I don't know, maybe because I'm afraid of. Because I know there's other Sonic games that I love. Sure. You know? So, I don't know. I'm going to stick with a 9, though. Yeah, I'll give it a 9 as well. Uh, also, lack of spaceship. Lack of spaceship. <laughs> and no Big the Cat. <laughs> no, and no Big the Cat. No Big the Cat. That's two demerits. But Was there an orca? Cap- was there an orca in this game? I don't remember. Maybe no, orcas. But the, the, the orca was always the 3D one. I know. I was going to say, like, maybe Big and Orca are only this, in, like, the 3D This world. was the time to bring the orca and Big the Cat into the... Uh, the two two dimensions. They missed an opportunity, and for that, I'm deducting one chili dog for my ranking of nine. So yeah, well, it's because I ate the chili dog. It took me a little while. I got lost. I had to eat. I'm hungry. All right. Well, now we got to do the hard work, which is ranking this title. And <laughs> admittedly, before I even played the game, I'm like, oh, this is going to be our new number one. Um, and I'd be comfortable with putting the game there, but Pete brings up a good point which is there are other titles to come and we don't want to bury games that may have influenced this game greatly so with that said 
where are you thinking uh, of placement, Nico Bun? I will, I'll put it number one now. Like if if, yeah. the, uh, if the other stuff is better, we'll just put it on top of it. Sure. That's that's my, when I was thinking about the Done. the list and your guys' opinions and everything. I thought you were going to put it below Sonic Advance because, like, you guys really loved Sonic Advance. Yeah, I like Sonic Advance, but just visually alone, like this is a step above, and uh, the gameplay felt more intuitive to me too. Like they because Sonic Advance added to like a, the extra mechanics and. Uh, Whatever was going on with Amy, which makes sense after you play with her or whatever. Sure. Thing. But this, like, this, this, this is pure to still, uh, you know, one eighty proof Sonic. It's 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 yeah. It's I- smooth. It mixes well with Coca Cola or your cola beverage of choice, or maybe a Doctor Bob, or or, or an R- RC Cola if you hate your teeth. Uh, yeah, I I think <laughs> yeah. uh, Pete, I you know. We did love uh, Sonic Advance, and I think it was purely on its gameplay where it built off... I mean, visually, it looks great, too, for a GBA title. But the gameplay built off that foundation of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, here's a game, Sonic Mania, that built off the foundation. Visually, uh, is there a game on our list that looks better than what we played for, for this episode? I would say no. Soundtrack wise, the GBA. There's not a soundtrack on the GBA that's ever going to uh, be be considered a great quote unquote soundtrack. Uh, so it's just that like that seven layers again, where it's just there is so many good things about this game that yeah, I I want to put it in number one, but I also don't want to uh, bury something that may come along later that historically is more significant or is a game that, you know, Sonic Mania is standing on its shoulders. See, I, I look at this list every every time we do this, and I know my favorite Sonic game, which I'm not going to say. Right. And, like, if that ever makes it to number one, then it'll be above this. No, Pete, we, if it we did Sonic. Look forward to our Sonic R replay and re-review. Yeah, your favorite game is on here, Pete. It's Sonic Spinball, <laughs> ranked number 13. On our list, and 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 Nico Bun and it's, I, it, 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 our, our favorite big, game is ranked seventeenth. Big, big world, yeah, That'd be awesome. Yeah, ours is ranked seventeenth. It's Sonic R, which is down. You here. know, I wasn't gonna bring up Sonic R. <laughs> I really wasn't gonna do it. No, I've brought it up at least twice. I actually, <laughs> I am interested times. to know what uh, Pete's because I don't, I don't think you've told me this. What your favorite, Sonic yeah, my yeah, favorite they, Sonic uh, game? But don't too. spoil it. We'll get don't there. Spoil yeah, it. I'm not gonna spoil it. So okay, save it for the show. It sounds like I mean we're on the show, but save it for that show. We're all on the same page. Then we're gonna put Sonic Mania as the new number one spot, ranking it above Sonic Advance as well as Sonic CD, which is what I thought there might be a little debate about because clearly this game stands on the shoulders of Sonic CD. There's so much influence from Sonic CD. That, uh, I think this game is better than Sonic CD. I agree yes. wholeheartedly. Yeah. And I love Sonic CD. Sonic CD's nuts. <laughs> Wait, I, oh, hey. <laughs> it is nuts, though. It's great. I love it. It's not my favorite yeah, Sonic that's game. That's totally though. what I was talking about. I was, I, I, I was not here to Bofa. I was, I was actually here to Bofa. Well, that just about does it for us. I'd like to thank our host for joining me on this episode, as well as the members of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, without whom this podcast doesn't happen. If you'd like to become a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, visit hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can nominate a Sonic the Hedgehog title for us to discuss by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, or leave us a voicemail on our... um, 
Anchor page. There's a link in the show Please, notes for yeah. that. You can click that link, go right there, leave us a voicemail. Uh, as long as you're not saying Baba Booey, Baba Booey, or some shit like that, we might we might play it on the show. Uh, and you can also fast track your nomination by becoming a member of the Hot Blooded Challenger Club for as little as a dollar a month. Until next time, get Blue Spheres. Oh,